Hello everyone and welcome back to Happy Human Club. I'm Soph Mosca. I'm the host of this podcast and today we're going to be talking about all things living alone, the good, the bad, the necessary things, everything. Things I've learned, all things surrounding living alone and I think this will be a really good informative episode for everyone and also probably comforting to a lot of you as well or maybe we'll give you guys the courage that you need to live alone or maybe you live alone you need something to listen to right now whatever it may be i hope that this podcast helps you in whatever way you resonate with it um but before we hop into the juice of the episode i first just want to chit chat with you guys a bit because if i'm being completely honest and real i wasn't going to record this episode today because i'm just feeling a little bit down on myself um and have just been finding myself i guess doubting my self-worth a lot and i would consider myself in life like a very optimistic person But by gosh, you guys, I'm the most pessimistic optimist I've ever met in my entire life. Like, I I don't know how to explain it, but I was just thinking about it in the car. I just ran and got myself a coffee in an attempt to sort of like brighten my day a little bit. And I was thinking in the car about how I... I'm just so self-deprecating within my own brain sometimes. Like, lately I've noticed anytime something good happens... I'm like, well, don't get too excited because some like it's not gonna last or it's not gonna work out or something bad's gonna happen. And then when something bad happens, I find myself being like, well, obviously, of course, like this always this stuff always happens to me. And both of those are just so exhausting to feel. And I talked about this in therapy yesterday as well, and my therapist pointed out how I'm constantly overgeneralizing, and I'm constantly mind reading, and I'm constantly doing all of these cognitive distortions that I've talked about in my cognitive distortion distortion <laughs> distortion podcast episode that I did. Um, so if you guys don't know what I'm talking about, go listen to that episode because I kind of explained them all there. But I'm just like queen of. I don't even know. Like, I think I just so deeply don't believe in my own self-worth. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Families have a lot going on. 
Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. And so I therefore assume that like the world and others and opportunities and everything don't believe in my self-worth or see my self-worth either. And so because of that, I just feel like any like any good that comes my way, I don't know. I, I just very much project how I feel about myself onto others um and I feel like because of that I end up just kind of setting myself up for failure because I'm just constantly waiting for bad things to happen and then when they do I'm like obviously that's all I ever get and then when they when good things happen I'm still waiting around for bad things to happen and I don't know why I've been like that recently and it's frustrating and I don't know. I've just been feeling like just down, but not, I don't know. Just today, really, I, I've been feeling pretty good, actually, actually really good. But I think just today I'm in my head a little bit. Um, and I think I've also not been doing the greatest job at, you know, getting out and doing things and seeing people. And I think that's affecting my mental health, too. But I think I just feel so guilty leaving Augie in the crate. <laughs> and if anyone else is a dog mom, like, let me know if you feel this way too. Or can you, like, DM me something that'll make me feel better? Because I, like, I feel like I can't ever leave the house. And I don't know, especially because, like, I have some travel coming up. And um, he's going to be, you know, being watched by different people and whatever. I'm just like, I can't leave him. Like, that's so mean of me. Like, I got to just be home with him all the time. And... Like, of course, you don't want to leave your dog in the crate the whole day, like, obviously. But, like, I have to remember, I don't I don't work. Like, I mean, well, I work. I work all the time, but I don't go to work, you know? I work from home, and, like, almost everyone else's dog is alone while they're at work. And, like, it's okay for me to go and, like, do my own thing and and get out of my apartment. But I've just been like making excuses, being like, oh, I can't, I can't, and just like isolating myself. And I don't know why I've been like that lately. But if I seem a little bit off, that's why. <laughs> but I just felt like I needed to address that before we hop into the episode in case I sound like a sourpuss because I don't know. I'm also just um, dealing with some health anxiety again just because. Um, well, I don't know. I don't, I don't really want to give much information, to be completely honest, but just something with my health is worrying me. And I don't know. I've just been feeling strange. And that's just the bottom line. And it's okay to feel that way. And I don't know why I want to cry right now, to be honest. You know, 
My period tracker says I should be getting my period in two days and I didn't feel like I was going to, but now I'm wondering if with how kind of emotional I feel if that actually is the case. But regardless, um, I'm happy to have another day. I'm happy to be alive. I'm happy to have my life and my opportunities. And why am I crying right now? I literally don't even know why I'm crying. If you guys cry for no reason, it's okay. Cause I do too. <laughs> but I'm going to wipe these tears away. Cause this episode literally isn't even sad. So we are going to be talking about living alone. Like I said, and what I personally think is the best parts of living alone, the worst parts of living alone and kind of everything like that. So I asked you guys on Instagram, um, what podcasts you wanted to hear, like what topics you wanted me to cover. And before we jump in, if you guys don't already follow me on Instagram, make sure you do so that you don't miss out on things like this. When I post like asking for questions or topic ideas or anything like that, you, it's always done over on Instagram. So make sure you guys follow me there. But I want to also just start off by saying that like, I recognize that living alone is just simply not possible for a lot of people and whether that be for financial reasons or medical reasons mental health reasons whatever the reason may be um i want to just make it very clear like i'm in no way trying to make anyone feel any type of way this episode is coming from like a big sister place and everyone can just take whatever they want and need from this episode um even if it doesn't all apply to you i think that and hope that everyone can find something in this episode that they can carry with them into their everyday lives. Um, but nonetheless, ask and you shall receive because you guys wanted an episode like this. Um, and I also just want to like bring up that I think living alone looks so different for everyone, as well as like the reasons that someone might be living alone. Like it might be by choice. It might be after a breakup. It might be you move to a new city for a job and all of that kind of affects, you know, how you feel while living alone and everything of that nature. So keep all of that in mind as we go through the episode, everyone's experience in life in general, but also, you know, living alone is so unique to them. So just take whatever applies to you. And this is just, you know, my personal opinion. So let's go ahead and start out with things that I find to be the good of living alone, the best parts of living alone. Uh, first thing is you have full say over where you choose to live. Obviously there's some other factors that come into play like jobs and such, but for the most part, like you have the final say of where you want to live in terms of the city, the apartment, the area, everything like that. You have full creative freedom over how you design and decorate the place. You can organize it in a way that makes sense to your brain and your brain only. Like that is so fun in my opinion. And like essentially you're inherently making a space that's ideal for your mind, which then has a domino effect of you feeling good and at peace and comforted, you know? Like if you're designing a place that is so specific to you, it's going to be an environment that you thrive in, if that makes sense. You can be selfish and this is especially nice following living with maybe like a roommate or a few in college or living with a significant other. 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. You can literally do whatever you want whenever you want. Like, turn the blender on at 2 a.m. if you want. Who cares, you know? You can sing, dance, yeah, listen to music, have people over, etc. Like, whatever you freaking want at any point in time. Also, you know, you have to keep into consideration your neighbors, but... Maybe you'll have a grumpy downstairs neighbor like me and you can't breathe without her complaining to you. <laughs> um, and you also just learn so much about yourself. Like you have a lot, and I mean a lot of time alone with your thoughts. And you are forced to reflect inward in ways that you've probably like been able to avoid before. And you're forced to depend on yourself when you're sick, when you're sad, when you're anxious, all the above. Like you become your own caregiver. And like kind of going along with this, you get this newfound independence. And when I first moved out on my own, I realized that there were so many things that I would depend on the person I lived with before, who was my ex, to do or help me with. Like, for example, carry boxes and bags up from the car that I deemed too heavy. Like, there's no such thing now. Like, it, it's got to get up the stairs, so therefore I got to do it. Like, I've carried stuff up the stairs and long distances and stuff that I never even imagined I could even lift, like, out of the car, you know? You just, like, I feel like I really underestimated my capability as an independent woman. Um, or even like moving furniture, hanging pictures and such. I remember when I first got my living room rug, I needed to lift the couch to get it under. And I was like, I literally, what, what am I supposed to do? Like, I can't lift this and shove the, the rug under. Like, I need another person. And so I literally set a Yankee candle under my couch. A Yankee candle held the weight of my couch. <laughs> and I used that so that I could slide the rug under the couch. And it worked. You know, you come up with things and you, you realize you're so much more capable than you believed you were. Um, and, you know, you handle the bills and all necessary calls yourself. Like if you need maintenance or, you know, for rent and all that, like you have to figure it out yourself. You got to sign all the paperwork. You got to make sure you, you know, sign up for all the insurances you need. All of that stuff is left up to you. You cook for yourself, you clean for yourself. It's all for yourself and done by yourself. So you like establish this independence that you probably didn't even know was possible, you know? Like it's one of those things where you don't realize it until you have it. And you're sort of forced to get out of the house and meet people and take initiative to socialize. And like, there's no one within your apartment that you can rely on to hang out with or socialize with. You have to search externally. And like because of that, you end up meeting so many new people and experience so many cool experiences that you likely wouldn't have otherwise put yourself in situations to do so. You know, because like you if you want to do something, you want to socialize, like you have to go do something. You have to actively like go choose or go go like ask someone to hang out. You can't just like hang out with your roommate, hang out with your girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever. You know what I mean? Like 
you have to actively search for it. And because of that, you end up putting yourself in situations where you get really cool experiences that you otherwise wouldn't have, you know? And also you, when you're living alone, cater your environment to you. So like if you're feeling happy, you can blast music and dance. If you're feeling sad, you can sob as loud as you want. If you're feeling talkative, you can call a friend or invite someone over. If you're feeling peaceful, you can sit in silence. Like it is completely up to you and you can create an environment that best suits your need needs at any given moment. And therefore, you know, kind of making you maybe more sound or more at peace with yourself and your life. And like, for example, tonight I'm feeling kind of down and I would really, really love to have like a comfort person here, um, where I don't have to talk or anything and like watch a show with them. But I just, and I guess when I say that, I mean like a girlfriend, (laughs) um, but I don't have that right now. And I, but what I do have is myself and I'm going to, oh my God, it's three, three, three. I'm going to sit on the couch. I'm going to binge watch you on Netflix because the new season just came out and I'm doing that for me. Like I love myself. I love that show. I love Friday nights. So I'm going to make it a night for me because I'm feeling like I want to chill and, you know, realistically, would I like to have someone here with me? Yes. But do I know? And what am I supposed to do about that? You know, like I might as well make the best of it and spend time with myself and enjoy the time with myself because, you know, at some point, like you get married and you have kids and then it's nearly impossible to have alone time. Like this is your time to be alone. So appreciate your alone time while you have it. And something that this is like, I'm very much going on a tangent right now, but, um, I was talking to my therapist also about how like I'll be alone and like I don't even necessarily want like I'll be like dang I wish like I had someone you know I like I really wish I like had someone here with me but then I think about it and I'm like but like I would want to do this alone like even if I like had a girlfriend or whatever or someone lived with me like I wouldn't even want them to do this with me like I'd want to be doing this alone and then I'm like I'm literally just sad about like the future which doesn't exist yet So like, why don't I just appreciate the fact that I have this moment with myself? I don't know. Does that even make sense? I feel like I'm just like rambling. My mind is in so many weird places today, you guys. (laughs) Um, Moving on. You also probably get really good at cooking or at least like get better at cooking because it's up to you to buy and cook for yourself. Um, And like, if you choose to cook for yourself, you're likely gonna run into times where you're like, wait, how do I cook this or how do I cut this or what temperature does this meat need to be cooked to? And this is all stuff that you might've like relied on someone else to help you with. If you weren't forced to be alone and fend for yourself to figure it out, like you might be like, Hey, to your roommate or whatever, be like, Hey, what temperature does chicken have to be cooked to? And like probably between the two of you, like one of you knows or whatever. But when you're alone, if you don't know the answer to something or you don't know how to cook something, like you got to figure it out. And it's a learning experience. You know, it's a good thing. And I think also being alone starts to become what's comfortable and what feels like home because it's kind of like what you become most used to. And like after after extended periods of time of living alone, I think you sort of learn that you are and always will be the person who knows exactly what you want and need all the time, like at all times. And 
you learn to care for yourself and love yourself in a way that no one has ever done before and that no one will ever be able to do. And you really just become like your own best friend, your own life partner. And this takes time, you know, like maybe you're like, okay, I live alone and I don't feel that way. And some days I don't either. Like honestly today, I don't really feel that way, but yesterday I did. And I think that it, it definitely takes time. Um, but I think you're sort of forced to get to that place because otherwise it's just really miserable. And so I think if you put any effort into appreciating the alone time and enjoying the alone time, that's sort of where you end up. You end up really just loving the alone time and caring for yourself and knowing so much about yourself that you become your own best friend and you know that deep down you always have yourself and you always know best for you and nobody else, no matter how awesome they are, will ever meet you at that same level. Like you will always know yourself better than everyone else. And I think if I could take anything away from, like if I could only take one thing away from everything I learned from living alone, it would be that, that lesson. And it's, that's another thing where like, I didn't even realize that I was missing that in my life until I had it, you know? So those are the things that I feel are like just really awesome about living alone and the, the positives of it. And I think there are a lot of positives, but I also think that, you know, there's some bad. I think there's always some cons to every situation in life. That's just life, you know? I also think it depends on how you look at it. Like some days I look at living alone and I'm, I'm like kind of sour about it. And I'm just like, you know, I see a lot of bad. But then some days I'm like, this is freaking awesome. And all I can see is good. But I think regardless, I think both the good and the bad exist in space, in life. Um... So one bad thing per se is it can be scary or dangerous at times, especially like living on your own. You might not be able to live in like the safest, most sound neighborhood because of, you know, financial reasons or whatever, but there are plenty of things you can do to ensure your safety or give yourself some peace of mind or just give yourself like an extra layer of protection. So for example, like there's door stoppers that you can get on even just like Amazon and um, extra locks and lock attachments. And another really good tip is you can put a pair of men's shoes outside your door because then um, if anyone were to be like, in an effort to break in, they may not want to target someone who they think there's at least someone else with them, especially a man. I feel like, cause obviously women are targeted more. Um, so it might just sort of throw them off a bit. It's just like an, a layer of safety, obviously a camera of some sort, like a ring camera. Um, also something that I personally think is a good idea. Even if you literally don't have a weapon in sight, Put a sign on your door. Wait, is this legal? I actually, okay, if this is illegal, don't do it. But um, put up a sign on your door, one of the ones that says like, this house is like armed with a firearm or like with a weapon. I forget what they say exactly. My neighbor has one. But um, like, also, Augie's like rolling around in the couch right now. So if you hear that, sorry. But you can get a sticker for your door and it's basically saying like, I have a weapon in here. Don't mess with me pretty much, but it's like a, you know, more professional than that. And I think that's good. It like, literally, I don't care if you don't even have like a, a cooking knife or, you know, like put it on your door. No one else has to know that you don't have one. Um, 
I think it just, again, throws people off, doesn't, makes you less of a target. Or even if you don't want to do that, like just get a sign that says like that there's surveillance. Uh, I know a lot of people that do that. So I think that's a really good option as well. Um, something that I do and that I think is really smart is if you're in an Uber or take a taxi or ride share or whatever, have them drop you off just like slightly away from your physical apartment door so that they don't know exactly which apartment you live in or at least like don't go don't go in to your apartment like while they're still watching you like let them drive away before you approach your door so that they don't know what door is yours just in case um and then this is like a big one don't ever post your doormat or like your door online that is like so specific to you and to your apartment so if anyone ever knew you know oh i think she lives in this apartment complex or whatever and they were out to get you or wanted to harm you they could easily just go to literally every door and look for your doormat you know so just be careful with that um but there's plenty of things that you can do to help yourself with safety and whatnot um additionally you know the loneliness you're forced to be alone even when you really don't want to. And, you know, at first it's painful. Like, I can't lie. And it's, like, deafeningly quiet. Is that a word? Like, the silence is deafening. And it's so lonely and depressing and isolating at first, at first. But it really is. Like, it's a quiet, like, you might not have ever experienced before when you first start living alone. But then suddenly it's not so bad. And then suddenly you love it. And then you wouldn't want it any other way. And then you get to a point where you're like, you know, dang, it'd be really nice to have someone to experience life with right about now. But I don't know. Like you just get bored of living alone eventually. That's like where I'm at. But like at the end of the day, I'm still like, I mean, yeah, this is great, you know? Um, But yeah, I think that's kind of where I'm at now. Like I spent my time alone. I put in the work. I did my healing and now I'm like, okay, like I'm twiddling my thumbs. Like, <laughs> what's next? Augie has a squeaker. You know what? We're just going to keep going. This is, this is just life. So anyways, I don't know though. I, f- I think feeling that way is a good sign of healing and it's okay if you feel that way. And I think that too, there's all like, there can be too much of a good thing. And everyone preaches like, you know, you want alone time and you want to heal and spend time with yourself. And it's like, absolutely you do, but also too much of that is not good. And at some point, like we are social creatures. We are emotional creatures. We crave connection. We crave socialization. We crave love. We all that. And you know, right now I'm craving it and that's okay. And I want to embrace that just as much as I embraced the healing. And it doesn't make me dependent on anyone or anything. It just means that I'm a human being who would love to connect with another human being. And there is no shame in that, you know? And I think that so many people put so much emphasis on like, you have to be an independent girl and you can't want a relationship. And it's like, that's not true. You can be an independent girl and want a relationship at the same time. Like it doesn't have to be one or the other. I think they can coexist and they are coexisting in my life right now. Uh, Another con is you have to do everything yourself. You have to cook and clean and pay the bills and fix the things that break and do the laundry and grocery shop and put groceries away and buy anything and everything you want and need. And it's exhausting sometimes. And you feel like you never get the chance to rest. 
or maybe you just end up shutting down because it overwhelms you. Um, I'm the type that won't shut down. I'll just go, 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 go. And then I'm like literally a zombie in my own life being like, have I sat down in the last 48 days? Cause I don't think I have. <laughs> um, but I also, I have a lot of friends who just shut down, you know, and they don't do anything and we're feeling the same thing. We're both feeling exhausted and overwhelmed, but we handle it differently. And that's just kind of a reality that happens. And I think that the last um, con for me is like the unsettling thought. So for me, this is the hardest one. It's kind of like the what ifs that happen when you have too much time to think. (laughs) And I think a lot of this is like my health anxiety coming into play, but not necessarily. I don't know. It's like what if I had a heart attack and no one knew? What if someone broke in? What if my apartment caught on fire? What if I fall and get really hurt and can't get up and call for help? What if a natural disaster happens? You know, your, your anxiety is quite literally shoved up your ass. And that's just the reality of it. But I don't know. In my personal opinion, like every single person should live alone for at least a little bit in their 20s. And I also think it's really important to have your own space that you're tied to and responsible for as you enter the dating game maybe in your 20s um because especially for us lesbians like it definitely prevents you know prevents you from making any u-haul moves if you're tied to at least you have your own space already like you're committed to that for however many months like you can't just up and leave and then lose sight of yourself like i think it's really easy to do when you're in love and talking to someone new and everything like that um And I think also you learn things about yourself that just significantly improve your ability to understand and care for yourself. And that therefore increases your happiness. And I don't know, I think that there are just so many very, very valuable lessons learned, like managing finances, how to take care of a space and just in general, how to be an adult. And these are all things that you just can't learn to their fullest extent if you don't have that time on your own. Um, But yeah, (laughs) that's everything that I have for today's episode. Um, Augie's quite literally going insane. It's beginning to be his witching hour. So I'm going to go handle that before he gets too crazy and ends up breaking something. He's in his chew everything, destroy everything, forgets his manners forgets that he's potty trained phase of life so that's super fun do you hear him right now anyways i love you all so much make sure you guys follow me on all of my other social media and i will talk to you guys in the next episode bye